Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money, whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hi there. Will Labour or a future Labour government wreck the buy-to-let property market or the private rented sector, or PRS as it's known in the UK? Well, in my opinion, they could come close to doing just that. And I want to talk about that today and what the, the National Landlords Association has said about it. And, and in particular, uh, that they, they think that rent payments should be an optional extra. Now, also, uh, I want to talk about other things in, in today's video, but in particular about that, that, that reform. Now, before I go on, um, what can you do to transform your own finances? If you're worried about the economy, if you're worried about rising costs, interest rates, and, and just general problems with future jobs, then what can you do to transform your finances and become financially free without necessary sacrifice and pain and, and spending 40 years putting your money aside into a bank account or a pension? Now, to help you that, I've got some special free training. So please click on the, the link in the description. Uh, it's absolutely free. A good hour and a half session of training to help you get your finances in order and get you to, to where you can become financially free. It's not a get rich quick scheme, by the way. It's it's showing you the ways you can economize to save money, to invest money and to use other people's money as well. Uh, I, I brought out this book about about a year ago. It's called Borrow and Grow Rich. It's presumed primarily about using other people's money to, to, to gain wealth, which is what the wealthy have done for, for many, many years, for, for centuries, in fact. So it's, it's 200 pages of content there. And it's also now available on Audible. So you can download on Audible if you're an Audible user and you've got your one free credit a month. I, I love Audible. I think it's a great place to, to listen to audio books. You know, I've got a pile of books that I can't get through, but put them on Audible and I'll, I'll get through them. And also don't forget to like and share my content to get it out there to, to everybody in the in the stratosphere uh, and the metaverse and all these places where they can see my free content. So look, this week there was a Labour Party conference in Liverpool and Labour's shadow levelling up housing and community secretary, Lisa Nandy, who's a, quite a young politician. She's done very well. She's risen to... Uh, ministerial shadow ministerial stages but I would say she's still a bit wet behind the ears a bit naive in fact and she laid out some of the party's plans to reform the private uh, rented sector <clears throat> now in her speech she essentially promised that should Labour come to power rent payments and listen to this rent payments will be considered an optional extra for tenants with the party planning to end automatic repossessions for rent arrears and the source of this is the NRLA. Now, if you're a landlord in the UK, uh, you should be a member of the NRLA because it gives a lot of good information. They lobby on our behalf. So they're already lobbying Lisa, Lisa Nandy and they're going to try and meet with her to discuss the plans and, and really say, and in fact, the, the, the leader of the NRLA said, you know, we want to explain to them that the party's determination to demonise landlords will backfire should it come to power, should they come to power, decimating the supply of homes to rent. So they are very serious about that. That's the, 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 the leader 
of the NRLA Ben Beadle. So I would definitely join the NRLA. It doesn't cost a lot of money, 100 and something pounds a year, but they have meetings around the country as well. Uh, hopefully they're getting back to that, but they do courses and lots of free information on their blog and resources on their service uh, on their website, such as agreements and and, and and they've got a legal helpline as well. So other than that, not very much for £100. But no, seriously, it's a great service. Now, I'm, I'm kind of quite concerned about this, but I'm not going to, to bail out the market straight away. Even though Labour are now something like 30 points ahead in the polls. Polls don't mean a lot two years before a general election, but you can see that they're gaining strength. They're gaining confidence. You know, even... Um, uh, Keir Starmer doesn't look so boring now. He's, he's smiling now. He's like, oh, yes, I'm going to get into power. I'm going to be the next prime minister. And of course, you've got Tony Blair there with his hand up his back, giving him the words to say. Um, so they they are sensing power. They can smell the blood that's on the floor of the Conservative Party. And, you know, let's face it, they're in a bit of a mess at the moment. And, uh, you know, I, I, I have to say that hand on heart, they are in a bit of a mess. Uh, this mini budget has not gone down well with the markets. And, you know, you, you can see that uh, interest rates are going to go are going to have to go up uh, to, to support the pound as well as combat inflation. Uh, so getting on moving on to other things now in this video, I'm also going to talk about the pound, the dollar, pension funds, UK economy, uh, energy crisis and US stocks. So the pound and dollar, it actually reached a point the other day where the pound and the dollar were, were, were at parity and the euro were all at about the same rate. And I actually took a photo outside an exchange a money exchange shop and they're all about the same rate which is I've never seen in my lifetime I've seen the dollar where you know it's it's been 140 150 but I've known the dollar to go almost to two dollars to one pound now it's almost at parity and if you went down to your airport and changed up you know a couple of hundred pounds you'd get less than two hundred dollars with all of the commission so this is why uh, all the all the western governments are in trouble against the dollar by the way it's not just the UK but it's why interest rates went up and why the bond market got into trouble. And in fact, I, I just read a brief report yesterday with, by the Financial Times that pension funds have been dumping shares and bonds uh, to, to cope because they, they have guarantees in place for their pension holders. And for some reason, they've been dumping bonds and shares. Will that be the start of a market downturn for UK shares? We shall see. Now, apparently what's happening with the, the pension funds, it's not just the fact that you know they're holding government bonds, which is means they mean they lend money to the government and the government pay interest and it's safe as houses. But they're also dabbling with derivatives and, and these long-term futures contracts. And that's and their margin calls on these future contracts where they've screwed up and got it wrong mean, means, meant that they had to, uh, first of all, seek help from the, the Bank of England who had to sort of bail them out with a $65 billion input. Uh, and secondly, They've had to sell assets such as good shares and bonds um, to, to meet these margin calls. A margin call means to say you've got to pay the money that's due on, on that futures, which they probably bought in error because they're not really futures dealers, are they? They're, they should be just buying shares and keeping the, the funds safe for their, their pension policy holders and their fund, their fund managers, basically. Then the UK economy, uh, I just talked about shares, was it? I just jumped onto shares. The UK, the US stock market has recorded the longest run of quarterly losses since the 2008 crash. And every week I've noticed that on, on a Monday or Tuesday, the stocks rally over there. Uh, but, but towards the end of the week, they're falling away and they're ending in negative uh, territory every week. This is the NASDAQ, the S&P 500 and the, and the Dow. 
I believe that the tech shop stocks in particular are well overpriced and they're due for a, a big correction very soon, if not in the new year. So do, do watch out for that. I wouldn't have my pension fund money. If you've got a pension fund that's managed by somebody and, and it's in stocks and shares wholly, I wouldn't have it there. I would be pulling out or putting it somewhere safe. You could, you know, if you've made very good gains over the last year. So so let's um, crystallize those gains and, and pull out for, for the time being. You know, what can you lose? If you lose a bit of growth that, that would have happened over the next few months, so what? You've lost a bit of growth. growth. But if the market goes down, you've lost your money, you've lost your capital, and that could take many, many years to, to come back. You know, if you lose, say, 30% of your capital, you know, the markets can have to really grow some over the next few years. You know, even if it grew at 3% a year on top of what you normally get, it would take like 10 years to get that money back, if you know what I mean. So just be careful there. I would be a bit more cautious. I'm a cautious investor. Uh, maybe some of you are not and you think, oh, he's, he's talking rubbish. Uh, the market's going to keep going up and up and up forever. Just like they say about properties. What will happen to a property market? It can't go on, on and on forever. No way. Uh, not with affordability, interest rates, the, the energy crisis and, and all these things. Um, it just cannot happen. Now, the Bank of England last week said we may be in recession already. This week, they realised we're not actually in recession technically, but only just. The UK economy grew by, listen to this, 0.2%. And, and I think um, it lost slightly in the last quarter. So had we just gone slightly below the, the 0, 0.0, we would have been officially in recession. So um, really, they've, they've avoided the, the official word recession by the skin of their teeth. And maybe there's a bit of massaging of figures there. I don't know. Who am I to say? I, I, allegedly, I don't know. How do they do these things? But we're not officially in recession. But everybody knows, really, that we are in, in a recessionary period. You know, prices are going up. Inflation at 10%. Our money is... Uh, the value of our savings has been eaten away by inflation. And things are not looking great for the economy, the pound. And, and the pound slipping is, is really going to um, make it difficult for everybody. That was... Um, Another bit of pressure on, on the Bank of England. Can you see that? OK. Pressure on the bank for emergency rate rises as bond yields jump. Don't ask me to explain about bond yields. But, um, you know, it, it just means that the, the bank is now under a bit of pressure because of all these these problems with, with the, the bond market and, and pension funds. And the pound hit an all-time low last week. So we're, we're in troubled waters. Everything we buy... Uh, even stuff in the UK is, is notionally priced in dollars. A lot of the, the goods we buy, even with the, the not being imported, are affected by the dollar rate. So America's got everybody by by their neck, really, with this this uh, uh, reserve currency business. And some countries are trying to break that, but it's it's not going to happen very any, any any day soon. First of October, uh, energy prices in the UK rise as uh, uh, on, on the first of October, but. There is government help, so there's a government cap. So you'll only be paying a maximum of two and a half thousand a year for your gas and electricity. That's good news, isn't it? Well, is it? You used to pay about a thousand pound a year uh, a little while ago. Now it's only two thousand five hundred a year. But at least they have put a cap on it, and it could have gone up uh, by by as much as three, four, five thousand pounds, two, five thousand pounds in in a year. So thank goodness uh, Liz Trust did something about that. But it is, of course, adding to the national debt. And, you know, it's storing up more problems for us in the future down the road. 
with, with, with the, and they're still printing money, obviously, uh, which they've been doing for 10 years. So that's that's the, 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 the hub of it this week. It doesn't sound like great news, I know. Um, the worry, if you're worried about Labour's plans, don't forget you have uh, two years before the next general election, unless all these strikes that they're organising end up bringing down the government with a winter of discontent. The rail workers have gone out on strike again for a big pay rise. Um, but it's, it's likely to be a couple of years before they come in. There's a renters reform bill already going through. And let's face it, some could argue that the Conservatives have not exactly done us any favours anyway. They brought in all sorts of uh, regulation in the last couple of years and now the renters reform bill. Um, plus you had George Osborne who uh, messed around with the tax relief available to, to private buy-to-let landlords. And it was a Conservative Chancellor, Nigel Lawson, who took away tax relief that people got when they bought their own houses. We used to have a tax relief or a thing called Myris, uh, mortgage interest at source relief, mortgage interest relief at source, uh, which was a tax benefit you got. So you got back a tax benefit. So in other words, it was a bit like paying interest on your mortgage, but you, you, you kind of wrote it off against tax at the basic rates. And sometimes it was at the higher rate. They took that away. And that was a conservative government, not a Labour government. So, but if Labour come into power, um, then all I can say is heaven help us because they will hammer the, the rented market. buy select landlords are already demonised by this government. Imagine what it's going to be like with a, with a socialist government. Um, and, you know, if you look up their plans, they're not going to tell you everything now because that would scare voters off. They want to be seen as a nice business-friendly party until they get into power. Then taxes go up, spending goes up and all hell breaks loose. And every Labour government has left the country broke at the end of their their term, however long it will be. But I do worry if they come into power. But again, you have to go along with some of these regulations. Regulations have been brought in in, in in Wales and Scotland by socialist governments and landlords are still surviving. They will still need landlords. Yes, they promised to build lots of social housing, presumably by taxing landlords. Um, but that's not going to happen in the next five, ten years, is it? So they'll still need private landlords. And I think property is still a good long term investment for me but in this market i'm not rushing out to buy anything interest rates going up pound week all these problems with the economy bills i think this coming winter a lot of people are going to unfortunately get into trouble uh, particularly as they come to the end of their fixed rate mortgages uh, next year we're going to see some big problems interest rates are predicted or forecast to go to four and a half percent that's just the base rate not the mortgage rate that the mortgage rate will be several points above that. So we're looking at six and a half, seven percent for mortgages, which is what I used to pay years ago on, on buy-to-lets. And actually the buy-to-let rents only just about covered that. So the idea of making a massive profit on top of your buy-to-let mortgage because there's cheap money just didn't exist. Uh, but too many young investors now have been used to this endless supply of cheap money, uh, endless supply of money actually, low in low interest rates, high yields and, and a rising property market, that these sorts of situations don't last forever. And we've had it for the last 10, 12 years. It's, it, it doesn't last forever, believe me. So that, that's my prediction for, for the future of the property market and the stock market. So thanks very much for listening. Do, do, um, uh, thanks for checking out my, my YouTube channel and all the other channels. Uh, thanks for helping it to grow to 2,225 subscribers. I know that's not huge, compared to some kids who sell toys on 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 youtube some 10 year old kids probably got 10 million subscribers but do like and share and subscribe and hit the notification bell whatever it is just to get that content out there 
and do check out my free training. Sorry, my voice is going. I'm not feeling great today, but I will see you again soon. Thanks for listening. This is Charles Kelly bringing you money tips to help you save, earn, invest, accumulate and enjoy more money. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 